We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, CBTPFL. It's Monday. It is August 22nd. It is 2022. We have eight baseball games to talk about here on today's show. I'm joined by a good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much. Doing well. We're getting closer and closer every day, Stevie, to uh, this multi-sport experience, DFS experience, college football kicking off this week, NFL kicking off two weeks after that. Uh, it, oof, baseball still going on. Uh, NBA is coming in October. NHL starts October 11th, I think. It's going to be a lot going on, man. Esports still going strong. I'm excited. Um, it, it's, it's a good time to be alive. I mean, you mentioned everything but NASCAR. So, I mean, F1 comes back this week after the well, yeah. summer, summer break. And NASCAR... They, they've been off about three weeks, right? I think that's what it is. Yeah. And then NASCAR... I mean, there's Daytona this weekend. And it's the last race before the playoffs. It's going to be chaos. So, 
excited for that. But yeah, I mean, I'm ready to get back on the baseball grind. You know, college football, like you said, kicking off this week. We have NFL right around the corner. Um, yeah, I mean, sports, this is a great time of the year for sports in general. You know, especially for me, like I love baseball playoffs. I love NASCAR, obviously. And then like football's getting kicked off. So um, yeah, great time of the year. Ready to, like I said, jump back into the baseball streets after the weekend and um, get started here on this eight-game slate with Cincinnati at Philadelphia. Eight and a half total in this one, nine in some places. Most books have Phillies minus 250. There is some potential weather in this game. I'm not Kevin Roth. I'll let him handle that and all the other games that have some potential weather today, but few games with um you know some potential weather so we'll talk about these games anyway and uh like i said just kind of let kevin roth give us the goods on this one we got luis sessa going up against noah Syndergaard in this one sessa 5k really just kind of like a bullpen type of arm um he isn't fully stretched out man this is going to be one of those spots where they're not necessarily calling him an opener, so maybe he gets like 45, 50 pitches here, but this, yeah, isn't, more than that. Yeah, it, this is an easy stay-away spot. Yeah, absolutely. Not touching Louis Sesson today for sure. Noah Syndergaard, 7,800. The Reds lineup is kind of bad, and by kind of, I mean the Reds lineup is awful. <laughs> yeah, I at 7,800, I definitely think you take a shot with Syndergaard here. Um, he should have a little bit more strikeout upside considering the lineup. Man, at one point, this this guy was really good. Um, so I I think that uh, at seventy hundred, once again, you definitely get some exposure. Um, not my favorite pitcher on the board by any stretch, but I don't I don't think he's going to burn you against Cincinnati here. Yeah, I mean, he just pitched against this team through seven innings, three earned runs, six strikeouts. He only threw seventy seven pitches in seven innings. Um, so, I mean, 21 fantasy points at 7,800. Pitching is kind of weak on the slate. You know, we should have started the podcast by even talking about that. But, I mean, pitching on the slate is weaker. Uh, it's an eight-game slate, but, it you know, we have a few arms to choose from at best today. And we do mean a few. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The, especially, I mean, like, a... no, I was going to say, especially, like, if Scherzer gets taken off the slate with like the rain that's supposed to be going through New York during this game, like this slate is kind of rough. I mean, there's one guy I'm considering that, that I never play, and Stevie, he's probably going to be one of the top options on the slate. And it's that's how crazy this is. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there, but man. All right, let's talk bats in this one. Anything standing out to you here for Cincinnati? No, I know Mr. Fraley says t- t- seems to be heating up and he's hitting bombs every day, but I- I'm not playing Cincinnati here. Fraley's the guy. Like, if you want to play anybody from Cincinnati for the rest of the year, he's probably the only guy you're going to play. You get a leadoff hitter. He's been hot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get a leadoff hitter on the road at 2,500, and he's absolutely raking right now. Home runs in four of his last six games. Um, got the power. He's striking out a bunch too, but who cares if he's getting these um, home runs and you know hits in general. So I think if you're playing anybody, Jake Fraley's in play. And, I mean, this ballpark, good for left-handed power, you know? 
back in the day, they built this ballpark for Ryan Howard. So uh, left-handed power does well here. Philly bats. Ryan under- Howard. Whew, yeah. Nice throwback. My yeah. God. We're dating ourselves here. We're dating yeah. ourselves here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Philly stack, I think, is super in play here, Will. You know, Sess is not going to pitch deep. The Cincinnati bullpen is the worst bullpen in baseball. Um, I-, I think the Philly stack very much in play on the slate if the weather's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we saw them absolutely tee off uh, against the Mets. And, I mean, they're probably going to have a similar situation here. Like we talked about, Sessa not stretched out. I don't think he goes past 50 pitches, Steve. That's kind of, that was kind of my my cut line was 50. Um, so we were pretty much on the same page. Uh, and this team is still cheap enough. I know Schwarber's 5,800, but Castellanos still 4,400. Um, you know, uh, Stott 3,900. Alec Bohm is 4,100. I think he hit two home runs today as well. Um, uh, Gene Segura, 4,200. Like, Reese is 47. And then you've got Real Muto at 56. It's st- still enough value for you to put together a quality team, especially since I don't think you're going to pay up what, at both pitching spots today um, just because of the weather. I don't think we'll see when we get there, but uh, definitely like Philly as well. All right. Atlanta at Pittsburgh. Another game that we'll be watching the weather for today. Um, we have three potential weather spots, and it's the first three games that we talk about on the podcast today. So at least we're getting them out of the way. This game has an eight and a half total. The Braves are a 200 favorites. Odorizzi against Contreras. Any interest here in Jake Odorizzi? No. I think on this slate, you can definitely take some shots on Odorizzi if the weather's okay. This game is in Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's one of their worst offenses in baseball. Odorizzi just hasn't been good, but he's still doing a good job limiting the power, and where he struggles is giving up fly balls and home runs. And honestly, they just don't have a ton of power in this lineup to take advantage of Odorizzi's struggles. So I think on this slate, if the weather's okay, I could see Jacob Rizzi having like a 25-plus point game. And I think at 7,200, that's fine. I could also see him scoring like three fantasy points. So nothing safe about Jacob Rizzi. I just think on this slate, he's playable. Um, any interest in Contreras on the other side of this game? Uh, no. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Forget about it. Braves are rolling. Um, you know, Contreras struggles with command. Annie struggles with hard hits. And two things you don't want to do against the Braves is struggle with command and hard hits because they have one of the highest hard hit rates in baseball this season. Power up and down throughout this whole lineup. So, yeah, I think I'm going to pass on Contreras today. As much as I like Atlanta, I hate stacking in Pittsburgh. Um, such a tough ballpark. What are your thoughts on the Braves today? Um, seems like an interesting spot. I mean, Contreras isn't the bottom of the barrel pitching. Um, he, he will be able to get a few strikeouts. Um, still a young pitcher. I think I'd just be one off in the Braves, even on a small slate. I, I don't feel like the Braves are about to run it up to 12 runs or something like that. So just kind of one off in, you know, some of their best hitters. Um, that will kind of be my approach here. 
Then on the Pittsburgh side, I mean, power, 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 power. That's where you got to beat Odorizzi. They just don't have a ton of it. I mean, Reynolds, maybe. That's it. I think I really think that's it. O'Neill Cruz at 4,100, maybe, but yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see anything that's, like we said, completely jumping off the page for sure. All righty. We got the Battle of the Yankees and the Mets in New York. Potential weather. Last one for the potential weather stuff. So hopefully um, Kevin Roth going to be busy today. That's for sure. But looking at this game, we got a seven total. Mets are a 170 favorites. Scherzer against Herman. Max Scherzer, talent-wise, is far above everybody on this slate. Do we far like him? Away. Yeah. Do we like him here against the Yankees? If the weather's good, absolutely. Um, I don't care. Uh, he, he He's faced the Yankees already this season. Went seven innings, six strikeouts. Gave up five hits, no runs, Stevie. That could have easily been seven strikeouts. You know what I mean? So I like Scherzer here. Um, I think the Mets are actually the better team here for what it's worth. You, you may believe that as well. I sure do. I, I think Scherzer's <laughs> going to be just fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm just playing the talent at this point. Um, no doubt about it for me. I think Scherzer's the top pitcher on the slate. And, yeah, not I'm not thinking twice about it. Like, no reason to think twice about it, in my opinion. So, um, Herman on the other side of this game, one of the toughest matchups in baseball this season has been the Mets with right-handed pitching. So, I think I'm going to pass on Domingo Herman here. Yep. Not doing it. He's still on the shelf. Yeah, he's a low strikeout guy anyway. He's at 11% against lefties, uh, much higher against righties, but, I mean, he's going to face a lot of lefties in this lineup. Nemo, Lindor, Vogelbach, McNeil, Perez, Batty, like six lefties, and I'm probably missing somebody. Because um, you know Marte and, and Kana will be in there, and I'm Nyquen, Nyquen. Um, so... Yeah. Let's talk Mets bats in Yankee Stadium. If the weather's okay, I think the Mets are kind of sneaky today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, the Mets should be rolling, Stevie. Uh, really like them um, against Herman. I, I'm not I'm not worried about them. Um, the Mets are just, I mean, they're one of the best teams in baseball facing a pitcher that's just average at best right now. So I, I like these guys a lot. A lot. Yeah, I like the Mets a lot in this spot. Obviously, the Yankees' bullpen is scary. Um, but, yeah, I think this is a great spot. And then the other side, Donaldson's banged up. Stanton's supposed to be back later this week. Um, you know, obviously, Carpenter's out. I, I just – Against Scherzer, I mean, you could play Judge against anybody, but I, do I really want to pay 6400 for Judge against Scherzer? Probably not. So I think this would be a spot that I just kind of stay away from the bats here for the Yankees. Yeah, definitely not attacking Scherzer. No reason to. As I always say, he may give up one home run to someone, and I don't know who that is. Probably Aaron Judge. Maybe not. I don't want to have to play the guessing game, so they're going to get faded. All righty. Moving on, we got a dome, so we don't have to worry about weather here. Angels at 
Tampa taking on the Rays. This game currently sitting at seven and a half, seven to seven and a half, depending on the book. Rays a 200 favor here. Davidson against Springs. Any interest here in Davidson? No. Yeah, I mean, pitchers against the Rays have good outings, um, but Tucker Davidson, one good start, maybe two potentially good starts this year. Not a huge strikeout guy. Got to be able to strike this lineup out. Yes. Let's talk about Springs, man. Oh, buddy. (laughs) I love Springs today, even with Trout back, Stevie. Uh, I mean, you get around Trout, you get around Otani, and they may even strike out once. I mean, the rest of this lineup is... Otani might not even play in this game. I mean, look at that. It's just... At 7,700, Stevie, I think his ceiling is... I'm going to say I feel like his ceiling on today's slate is 25 points. At 7,700, I would take it. He may even be able to get over that, but I think he gets at least six strikeouts here. Um, so I, I like Springs, one of my favorite pitchers on the slate, hands down, for the value. Even for not the value, but for the value, 7,700. You know he's going to pick up strikeouts, one of the best pitcher sparks in, in the league. I love it. Yeah, I mean, the strikeout rate's been fantastic for him. No, Tani could, you know, definitely, I mean, help or hurt him. I, I mean, lefty-lefty matchup, but still at the end of the day, I, I don't want Otani in the lineup. I think that whoever they're going to place Otani in the lineup with is going to be worse than Otani for sure. Um, Yeah. Mike Trout being back is definitely scary, but not enough for me not to play Springs on a slate where we just don't have a ton of pitching. Um, I mean, if the Yankees game gets ruled out, we're likely going to be living in this mid tier um, with pitching today. So uh, any interest in the angels bats against Springs? Um, No. Not at all. I mean, you can play Trout against anybody. Um, Ward is cheap at 3,800, but yeah, I'm probably not going here. I have a lot of interest in the Rays bats, though. You know, Davidson is awful. You know, 12% Ks, 15% walks. This is the type of guy you stack against. Yeah, the ballpark stinks, but I mean, just close my eyes and see what happens here you know Mar- <laughs> Margot is cheap Paredes is cheap like there's some cheap bats in this Rays lineup um to you know be able to fit in a Rosarina Lau Diaz type of place yeah I love that call Stevie of course you know you talked about it Lau uh he's gonna he's he's available um do, do you think they mm, I wanted to play G-Man Choi a little bit today I wonder. He's twenty eight hundred. Um, I think might. they. I think they played Harold Ramirez for what it's worth. Okay. E- either way, I mean, both are cheap. Um, Ramirez is really cheap at thirty four, and he's been he's been hitting the ball really well. Yeah, we know they're going to play Paredes. I, I think this is a good secondary stack here, uh, despite their their strikeout struggles in certain spots. I I think it's a good spot for this team. I mean, Davidson just doesn't strike anybody out. So, you know, you're not too concerned about the strikeouts. You hate the ballpark. That That's the thing that you just don't love. But I, I think this is a good spot to look at the race. Yeah. Texas at Minnesota. 
Eight and a half total on this one. Twins, a two ten favorite here. Cole Reagans, Sonny Gray. Any interest here in Cole Reagans? No. Played him in his last start. I I still think the talent's there. I just don't think he's major league ready yet. And Minnesota is a tough team for left-handed pitching, so I'm gonna oh, pass. Man. I'm gonna <laughs> pass on uh, Cole Reagans today. What are we doing with Sonny Gray today? I think he's kind of on the list here. One of those pitches you will kind of filter in, stream through. Let's say the weather's good for Scherzer. Clearly, I think Scherzer is long leash, top arm on the slate, a guy you can trust. Still really loves Jeffrey Springs here. I think, you know, for the value, one of the best spots on the day. I, maybe you can get away with fading Scherzer you take. Um, Springs with another one of these mid-tier guys. Sonny Gray's definitely on that list. Yeah, I mean, 24.5% Ks. There are strikeouts in this lineup outside of like Simeon and Seager. It's just, it really kind of depends on how the slate shapes up with those first few early games as far as weather. Um, I mean, if we take off Scherzer, it opens up the slate for sure. Sonny Gray definitely in play. And honestly, I don't have a ton of interest in Texas bats outside of maybe like a one-off Seager play because shortstop is not the strongest position ever. Yeah, I don't I don't hate that call. I mean, I'm always in uh, to play Seager. This, I mean, not the easiest matchup in the world, but clearly Corey Seager can pop off against anyone. Uh, but overall, I'm with you. Not stacking the Texas bats. I have a lot more interest in Sonny Gray than I do the offense here. I like Minnesota a lot. You know, Reagan's has been struggling. He just, it just doesn't seem like he has that pitch against righties yet. And he's giving him a ton of fly balls. You know, obviously Buxton and Correa are kind of expensive, but the rest of this stack is actually kind of doable here. You know, one of my favorite hitters on the entire slate is Jose Miranda at 3,900. Um, what do you like here from Minnesota? Yeah, man, Minnesota's in a, in a really, really good spot. Uh, you know, you talk about them facing facing the lefty here. Gary Sanchez, cheap, cheap catcher alert, 3,100. Hasn't been hitting well this season. Don't care. Uh, if you're deciding to stack them, definitely think you can pop them in there. Really love Miranda call, Stevie. He's definitely a guy I think that uh, has a shot to pop off. Polanco at 4K. Uh, he's, he's cheap. You've got um, uh, one of the most expensive bats, which is Correa and Buxton. But outside of that, everybody's, I mean, fair game here, Stevie. So love Minnesota's a stat. Definitely think they can get to um, uh, Cole Reagans today. Just just a young guy. I love attacking young pitchers until they figure it out. Love Minnesota. St. Louis at Chicago. No total in this game. It's Wrigley. It's the night before. You know the routine. Montgomery, Smiley, for what it's worth, the night before – tells us we shouldn't have to worry about wind in this game and it's going to be kind of chilly so i expect the total to come out kind of low for this one um and i would expect st louis to be a pretty big favorite any interest yeah. here in jordan montgomery stevie look I, I, i've got to set this up with the question do you think jordan montgomery that we're seeing is the new jordan montgomery that's not gonna play for the yankees and they're just gonna let him pitch and and see what happens Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what 
so far, so far, that's what we've seen from Montgomery. They've let him go out and he's beat two really strong teams and he's pitched well in both of those games. He's had eight strikeouts. Like that that's that's what's kind of been alarming for me. To eight strikeouts back to back. Now Milwaukee has been striking out a lot, so I kind of gave him a pass on that one. And then he went and pitched against Colorado and kind of mowed them down too. And I said, okay, you know, do I need to adjust here? Because if you look at his starts with the Yankees, Stevie, outside of one or two, he just did not pass five strikeouts ever. And so now we're seeing a little bit of upside here, and he's getting a Cubs team that does strike out and should be some really good pitching weather. I'm very intrigued with, with Jordan Montgomery here um, on this slate. And in fact, Stevie, you know, if, if you look at the prize picks board, he's come out at five and a half. I'm, I'm getting real close to just taking me over on him in Springs at five and a half, locking that up as my power for the day and, and going to bed. Like I, I, I feel like I'm taking a chance because Jordan Montgomery, I feel like he could easily let me down here, but against the Cubs team, that's, that's as the season's going on, we're winding down crazy high strikeout rates. I, I think he's in play. I, I like him here. Yeah, and I said two games. I forgot he pitched against the Yankees in his first game um, with St. Louis. So he's pitched three games now with St. Louis. And, I mean, the biggest change is he's not trying to throw a cutter. He's throwing 60% fastballs, mixing in a curveball and a changeup. Like, it's really like 60-20-20, and it's working. And with the Yankees, like, his pitches were just kind of all over the place. He was trying to use a cutter. Most starts he was, you know, using curveball thirty percent of the time. It's just whoever's calling his pitches right now is doing a great job, and you know we don't give Molina enough credit when That's it comes what I was to say. yeah, no like, surprise. I mean, like he is, he's one of the best catchers in baseball, and just because he doesn't hit a home run every night, he's not someone we talk about. But from a defensive and calling a game standpoint, he can do wonders for you. So. Um, now, now, I don't know if he's going to be there tomorrow because he was just out over the weekend for personal matters. So I'm just, that's another thing. It's like, do, do we still take a shot? I think I'm still going to take the shot because they're going to let him pitch. They're not like holding him back. He is expected to be back. I read it. Okay. Of, I okay. read it. Yeah. He missed. He had to go to Puerto Rico, but I, I thought I read something that he was flying back Monday morning or Sunday night or something. So, okay. So he should be back, but. Um, I mean, that definitely is something that's interesting if you think about it. So we'll see. Um, it, in like if Montgomery's getting ownership too, it might be something to be like, oh, Molina's not in the lineup. Maybe I could be underweight or something. Um, yep. Hey, Drew Smiley's been pitching all right. You know, credit where credit. <laughs> Listen, hey, credit where credit's due. Like, he Listen. Pitched- he pitched well against Cincinnati. I mean, no, no, no. You didn't say well. You said he's been pitching all right. He, I mean, he got Cincinnati. He he crushed Cincinnati. Like, I oh think I can strike out nine against Cincinnati. Um, oh boy, he's seventy five hundred. He's facing the Cardinals. This is a easy, easy fade for me. Yeah, De- definite fade. Uh, <laughs> come on. I have I, I just quit attacking the Cardinals like earlier this season, Stevie. At some point, I just stopped. Like I didn't take pitcher props. I didn't care if it was Woodruff, um, Burns. Sh- I just quit taking props against St. Louis. 
I quit trying to play pictures against St. Louis and DFS. It's worked. Definitely uh, not taking. I, I can't. I can't mess with smiling. Let's talk bats. Um, Paul Goldschmidt, best hitter in baseball against left-handed pitching this season. His WRC plus is 30, 40 points higher than the next highest guy. He is just absolutely smashing left-handed pitching. Nolan Arenado, great against lefties as well. And um, quietly, Albert Pujols has been crushing lefties all year. Deong is good. They're expensive, but I think the Cardinals are a top stack today. Absolutely. I'm with you 100%. Stevie, that's another thing. I've been attacking with the Cardinals here recently a ton. Uh, so I, I'm I'm on board. Love the Cardinals. Big-time team to play today on this slate. Any interest in the Cubs here? No. I think we, we at least have to mention Contreras. He is like the one hitter in this lineup where you're like, man, this guy is on the wrong team. Um, where is he, he going to go, though? That, that's the thing. I was trying to figure that out. Where is he headed if if, if they get to, like, another semi-rebuild? I I mean, he's a free agent at the end of the year, so I'm pretty sure he's a free agent at the end of the year, but um, I don't see him re-signing with the Cubs. I, I think, like, we'll see a team throw some money at him for sure. Um I don't know who off the top of my head, but maybe the Red Sox. Yeah, because Vasquez is gone. You might be right. I mean, they have the money. Uh, that's the only reason I threw them out. I was like, the my my initial reaction was like Dodgers, but you know they have Will Smith. They don't need a catcher. Yeah. yeah. So, um. I mean, yeah, he, Contreras he ended up with the Yankees too. Contreras and um wisdom but wisdom's banged up right now those guys have been the guys that have absolutely crushed left-handed pitching um this season yeah i get it i, I still can't do it all right we got miami at oakland lopez against adam aller in this one seven total Miami's only a 145 favorite in this game, and it kind of speaks volumes to Pablo Lopez's struggles here recently. But was he really struggling, or did he just get into a stretch where he had to face some really tough offenses? Padres, Braves, Wendy Wrigley, Mets. That's a tough stretch. Not saying that like I'm trying to make excuses for him, but... That's a tough stretch. He gets Oakland. Um, any interest here in Pablo Lopez against Oakland? Yeah, I, I don't hate it. I mean, going out to Oakland, I, I'm in. Um, I mean, he's 8K, Stevie. And I know he's on the road. His leash isn't long, but I think he can get through this lineup with no problems. I'm taking it. I I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't say, like, I'm a little concerned um about his struggles and there there's a couple like places that had like cabrera starting this game and if it was cabrera i was super excited because like that kid has some big strikeout stuff and he's only 8800 on DraftKings. so if it ends up being cabrera which gosh that would be fantastic if it is um and this is like six days so i wouldn't be shocked if he starts here but anyway um if it's Cabrera, I have a way more interest in Cabrera than I do Pablo Lopez. Um, so I'm hoping it's Cabrera. But 
yeah, either way, I think either one of those pitchers are in play, but I, I would have way more interest in Cabrera than I would um, Pablo Lopez. You know yeah. who I don't have interest in? Adam Aller. No, we're not playing Adam Aller uh, ever. Not any of this season. I mean, if there was ever a team to play him against, it would probably be Miami, but um, that's a pass for me. Yeah, not doing it. Forget it. And, like, this dude has a 14% K rate. He has an 11% walk rate. He has a 6-6 XFIP. He gives up power to both sides of the plate. Like, we're not just saying it because it's Adam Aller. We're saying it because the stats tell us don't play this guy. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day. Miami Bats. Um, any interest here in Miami Bats? No. <laughs> I mean, they could pop off a little bit, Steve, but... I don't see them scoring enough enough runs to really punish me here. I don't mind one-offs. So, you know, when I'm looking at these guys, for instance, like Birdie doesn't strike out a ton. I don't, I don't mind him, but he's 4,800. Um, Aguilar, Aguilar is 2,500. You know, I don't – I'm not that interested. I think it's, it's just one-off central. I like – Bodet a ton on DraftKings. He's 2K, should hit fourth on the road in this game. He's shown good power in a small sample size. So I have a ton of interest in Bodet if he is in the lineup. Um, I really wish they'd call Jesus Sanchez back because he was someone that, you know, had some power. But I'm with you. I don't think I'm stacking. I wouldn't like. If, so if the Yankees game plays and you're paying up for Scherzer, I could see using like a little three-man Miami stack just to save some money. Um, they are super cheap. Do you have any interest in the Oakland bets? Oh, not really. I, I mean, Tony Kemp seems to kind of be back in closer to lead off or top of the order type a type deal. At 2,800, I don't hate it Like as a filler for what it's worth. All right. We got the Brewers and the Dodgers to finish this off here on this Monday. Eight total. Dodgers a 250 favorite. Eric Lauer, Julio Urias. Um, any interest here in Eric Lauer? Uh, I'm, I think I'm going to pass. Did just face the Dodgers recently. Seven strikeouts, Stevie. Seven seven innings pitched, 105 pitches. I was shocked. Uh, they actually let him come back out in the seventh. Um, so, yeah, but I, I'm going to pass here. I think if you're going to beat the Dodgers right now, you have to be a lefty. Um, their lineup is so good against right-handed pitching. Their lineup is okay against left-handed pitching. Um I mean, he gave up home runs to Burns and Muncie. Like, you know, Muncie is not great against lefties. Um, and Burns is not a guy that's typically going to go yard against you. Large shield tournaments, if you're running like 150, I think he's in the player pool today. Um, but, I mean, that's also not saying much because there's not a ton of pitching on the slate either. Um, Julio Urias, yeah, man. Um, just pitched against this team. Had like a subpar outing and still had a solid game. I think this is a good spot for him. Um, 
I think he becomes chalky though if the Scherzer game gets rained out. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um and Milwaukee's been striking out a ton here recently, Stevie. So at 10K, you know, he's another guy where they kind of got him in this 90 to 95 pitch range. So I don't hate it. And they should win this game, I think. Uh at home. I definitely think think that you know Urias picks up at least six strikeouts here. Too bad the books brought him in at like seven, seven and a half, six and a half. He's probably six and a half on the books. Uh, if we can get him anywhere at five and a half, man, I'd love that. But uh, I like Urias. Don't love Urias because of the price. I, I I would rather. I think I'd still rather play Springs because of the price against the Angels. Do you have any interest in the Brewers bats in this one? No. I mean, maybe a hundred run for a one off, but McCutcheon's kind of cheap. But yeah, I mean, even the Dodgers, like you know, you could play Mookie take maybe a shot on like will smith but overall man i just don't think this is a game you're looking at for bats i mean you have two really solid pitchers here and plenty of bats on the slate yep i agree with you 100 percent. all right let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here under 8k to get six or more strikeouts who's your cheap pitcher today it's springs staying on brand I knew you were going to pick him. Um, I'm going to go Syndergaard just because he's facing Cincinnati. And, yeah, I mean, maybe Odorizzi. Over 8K to score under 15. Who is your bust today? Give me... Give me Lauer. I know he just faced the Dodgers. I'm going to take Lauer. Yep. Um, I mean, I'll go Sonny Gray. I think those are the two likely options not to get there. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who do you got to go yard today? Give me Carlos Correa. I like it. The Minnesota pick. I'm going to go with Paul Goldschmidt. I said it. He's the best hitter in baseball against left-handed pitching. He hit 100 RBIs over the weekend. Like, this dude is just raking. Um putting an MVP type of season together. And as someone that has like three one-of-one Paul Goldschmidt cards and some other cards that I'd love to get rid of, um, I would love to see Paul Goldschmidt win the MVP. Um, Yes, sir. Under 4K to get two hits, Will. Who do you got? Give me Paredes from uh, from Tampa Bay. I like him a lot today. Usually write down two names. I did not write down two names today. I did not think you were going to pick him. Um... Oh, I just talked about somebody for 2K. Uh, Belidi, right? Yeah, Belidi yeah. from Miami. There you go. Two hits from Belidi today. So, but I love the I love the pick for Paredes. He's the guy that I had written down. Uh, give me a stack to score six or more runs today. This was the tough one. Um, the Dodgers feel like the right answer. I'm taking Philly though. I like it. I like it. If um, I mean, I love the Mets today. I'm going to go Mets. If for some of the reason the weather is not good in New York, um, give me Tampa. I like Tampa to score some runs today as well. But yeah, don't sleep on Philly. That's for sure. Will, <laughs> any final thoughts before we get out of here? 
No, sir. I am good, man. Hopefully, uh, we help everybody make a few dollars tonight or, or tomorrow night, tonight. And uh, it, it's been a blast, man. It's a pleasure. More sports are coming. Uh, I'm enjoying coming on this pod. It's been a while, so I'm starting to uh, starting to get a few, 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 few years under my belt here, which is which is exciting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What? It's it's definitely been a while. Um, I got a lot of grays, so it's I can't remember. I, I did look it up the other day because someone asked me. I think it was Keith asked me. Um, but the first morning grind podcast ever was April fourth of twenty sixteen. That was the first ever morning grind. So yeah, we are on year six, seven. Um, and it was beer makers fan. It was opening day, twenty sixteen. Anyway, Man. yeah. Yeah, that's OGs, man. Nostalgia. Me, Noto, STL, Beer, Chop. I feel like we are the five OGs, not not named Dan Bach. So I'm probably missing <laughs> somebody, and I feel yeah. terrible now. Um, but yeah. So. Well, Dean, Dean's been around. Dean. Okay. Yeah. How did I forget Dean? <laughs> oh man. All uh, right. I get. I guess. Uh, Paul. Paul's been around, so he's just, I guess, um, Box Light. I don't know when he started, though. Box start. I, I guess I'm kind of going way back now, so. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I mean, yeah, Dean. Well, Dave Kitchens was around, too, at that time. Yeah. Well, um, Kitchens came in after, he was after me. Um Yeah. Hey man, CSU was after you too, right? Yeah, CSU was early, like CSU was early. Yeah, and El Jefe was around early. It was early, yeah. Of course, Siege. You know, Siege was. You know, I don't um, even know. But, if C- I but Siege was after El Jefe, yeah, though, right? Not, Siege, I don't. I wouldn't consider like Siege an OG. Um, yeah, listen, man, I've been around. I've been around a while, so I. I'm really digging digging in my memory bank here. I know, like I know, beer and chop have twenty um, two thousand nine like Fanduel accounts like I do because um, we've talked about it before. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, we've been around for a while, so I don't think I'm missing anybody else. I feel bad if I'm missing somebody because um, Britt was after me too. Um, just trying to think, but yeah, I mean, they yeah, RG team. Absolutely crushing it. Um, Will's crushing it over there in Discord. If you guys haven't checked out, he had a monster weekend over there. Oh, man. Oof. <laughs> the, the Chiefs prop shop, and hopefully, you can keep it rolling for you guys this week. But uh, yeah, it's going to wrap it up here for Monday. We'll be back tomorrow talking baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.